Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So, today, we're going to talk about something I read. I get asked a lot what I read and how I stay up to date. Uh, I read a lot of reports, studies, assessments, stuff like that. Don't talk about them very often because most times they are incredibly boring. Um, but I read a really interesting one. I don't know that I have ever recommended people casually read an intelligence product before, but there's a first time for everything. It was put out by the National Intelligence Council, part of a series. I think they publish them every four years. It's mid to long term. It's a mid to long term assessment. This one is called Global Trends 2040, A More Contested World. And there is some incredibly interesting stuff in it. Um, if you want to know the bigger picture uh, behind foreign policy and domestic decisions, you should probably read this. Before we get into a brief summation of some of it, um, I'm going to go through how these are laid out because... If you've never read one before, it can be kind of odd. So they normally start off with themes, and they list off things that are going to be present throughout the entire document. Common items that are going to be just throughout the whole thing. Then it goes into structural forces. These are events that are incredibly likely, given the information we have today. And then you have the social dynamics which they have a new buzzword for it, but this is uh, how people respond to these incredibly likely events. And then they present scenarios based on varying degrees of how people respond and which events become most important. This one lays out five different scenarios, also has five themes. The themes are global challenges, that's climate change, public health issues, uh, water insecurity, financial collapse, technological disruption, stuff like that. The next theme is fragmentation. And this is occurring at the local, nation, state, and international level. Where people kind of divide off into information silos. Here on the internet, we call them echo chambers. Entire nations or security blocks can succumb to this. Another theme is disequilibrium imbalance. And it's not just the typical imbalance that comes along with foreign policy of the major powers in those countries that are typically exploited or the imbalance between international organizations and nation states, but also an imbalance between what the people of countries want versus what those governments can provide. Then it has contestation. This is uh, identity affiliations in this case. This is the way you view yourself and what in-group you belong to. Sometimes it can be based on the way you look, sometimes the way you think, sometimes just the region you're in. Um, 
these affiliations are going to become more pronounced according to this assessment. And then the last one is adaptation. Basically, uh, if there's one big takeaway here, any nation state that does not adapt in the next 20 years isn't going to make it. The structural forces at play are a slowing population growth, increased migration, climate change, the burdens of climate change being distributed very unevenly throughout the world, um, digital currencies, new economic systems, and uh, advancing tech, automation, artificial intelligence, stuff like that. The social dynamics, so how people respond to these events, well, that's pessimism, distrust, breaking off in information silos, and it all serves to undermine civic nationalism. Nation states will be dealing with these issues as well, and that imbalance of what the people want versus what the government can provide. The assessment suggests that non-state actors will begin taking over government functions pretty much everywhere, and that there will be new and shifting models of governance. It's a pretty big assessment right there. That, that's a pretty bold prediction. Um, on the international scene, we still see China and the United States as the dominant powers in most scenarios but there are several other poles of power as well. All of this information gets compiled, and they take it and they use it to create five different scenarios. I'm going to give you the names of the scenarios because I'm assuming if you've watched this far into it, you're probably going to read it. It's like 150 pages, but most of it's graphs. Um, the first scenario is called the Renaissance of Democracies. This is Cold War 2.0. The next one is a, a world adrift. And this is the international order just isn't working and things are it's just kind of a mess. The third is competitive coexistence. This is what the United States and China had prior to Trump trying to get a better deal. Um, the next is separate silos. The poles of power in that are the EU, China, Russia, and the United States. And uh, the last one is tragedy and mobilization. And that's as bad as it sounds. Um, the real key takeaways here is that over the next two decades, we have to be prepared for change. And if we're smart, we're going to have to direct it. Because really, when you're talking about shifting modes of governance at this level, it seems to me, reading between the lines in this assessment, is that we're going to move to social democracy or we're going to move to something that is uh, incredibly authoritarian. It is worth reading. If you are somebody who is active and likes to fit into the bigger picture, 
likes to understand what's going on, why decisions are being made, why some things are being ignored, this is worth reading. It's called Global Trends 2040, A More Contested World. You can find it using a search engine. I will try to put a link down below in the comments. Um, I'd really like to know what you think. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.